Allie Bonner, and welcome to QueenCast, the show where we interview badass queens about body image, business, and beyond. Sup, queens? Welcome back to QueenCast. Today, we're going to talk all about body changes during quarantine. So, First of all, if the only thing that comes out of this quarantine is a few extra pounds, you're one of the lucky ones. And I say that and I know it's kind of annoying because, you know, all feelings are valid. So I totally understand if body changes are stressing you out right now, but I do want to just keep a perspective because, you know, hearing that, I think I saw it like from a meme or something and hearing that actually really did help me because we are privileged to be thinking those things, right? You know, we're not struggling to find um, resources or access to food. We're not in the hospital right now. And so with a lot of extra free time, you know, comes a lot of these body thoughts and it's totally normal for you to be thinking about your body a little bit more than usual. So if you're feeling bad about your body, don't feel guilty about it too. I feel like we don't need that extra layer of stress. You know, we're all in this together and we're all going through struggles. And if, you know, picking apart your body is what you've been turning to and focusing on lately, that's okay. So if you're feeling bad about your body, let's talk about it. I'm going to share some tips of what has helped me. Um, and you know, as always, I'm not a doctor, (laughs) this is not medical advice. So take what's helpful, you know, leave what isn't helpful and let's get into it. So here's the tea. Bodies change, weight fluctuates. It's just science, especially for women because we have hormones. Men have hormones too, but women's hormones, I mean, you know how it is. It's a hot mess. So the average adult's weight actually fluctuates five to six pounds per day, five to six pounds. I know when I was obsessed with the scale, I would weigh myself multiple times a day. And if it went up even just half a pound after I ate lunch or something, I would freak out. Knowing what I know now, it's just crazy looking back how, how much it affected me mentally. And this weight fluctuation is all dependent on how much you're eating, how much you're drinking, how much salt you're eating, um, causes some water retention, exercise, lack of sleep. So we're not robots. Our bodies change day in, day out, and weight fluctuations are totally normal. Coming back to the topic though, body changes during quarantine. So for most of us, our routines have done a complete 180. I know mine definitely has. All my workout studios are closed. Going to the grocery store is a nightmare. (laughs) I mean, it'd be crazy if your body didn't change too after this. And in all the different stages of our lives, we're going to have different bodies. I mean, when I was in college, stressed the fuck out, anxious as hell, you know, not really confident in who I was. Yeah, I was at a lower weight because I was starving myself. (laughs) And, you know, when eventually I decide to get pregnant and have kids, my body will adjust and adapt to that as well. And a little tangent, but I think it's very much related, is the way that we treat postpartum women. I think there's this immense pressure, and that's something that I'm sure will be a passion of mine once I decide to become a mom, if I have the opportunity to, is really, you know, breaking that whole stigma around bouncing back to your pre-baby body. I mean, it's just wild to me how we create this miracle of life nine months in the making. And then as soon as we pop them out, we're like, all right, back to, uh, back to, uh, tightening everything up. And that's like the biggest focus on our minds, right? It's not, oh my God, look at this incredible baby human that you just popped out of your vagina. Like it's, that's not the focus at all, which I mean, I feel like it should be, but you know, 
that's a story for another time. That's topic for another time. So let's get back to body changes in quarantine. So what you have to remember is that our routine is so different now, right? Most of us are home a little bit more. We're probably not moving as much. We're a little more sedentary. Maybe we're emotionally eating a little bit more because, you know, we're home. The food is stockpiled. Maybe we're a little bored. Maybe we're feeling some emotions and we want to soothe ourselves with food. That's okay. When your routine returns to normal, your body will come back to baseline too. And even if it doesn't, that's also okay. So a question for you, have you gained weight during quarantine? I encourage you to ask yourself why weight gain equals failure, because I know a lot of us, you know, there's tons of talk online about the quarantine 15. And even if it's met in a joking way, there's this undercurrent of fat phobia that exists in this conversation. So why does a bigger body for you equate to negative emotions? Why does gaining weight equal failure? Why does gaining weight equal shame and guilt and frustration for you? What if it was just so? What if it was just how it is? It doesn't have to be a positive thing. I know that's kind of asking a lot, especially as a society who always has been completely afraid of gaining weight. But I just want you to ask yourself that. What if it could just be neutral? What if you coming out of quarantine in a slightly larger body was neutral? What if you didn't judge yourself for it? What if that was just what you were doing to survive? What if that is just what you were doing to stay mentally healthy during this insane time? Just think about that for a second. And I'm also going to turn the tables on you for a little bit. When you see a friend, maybe you haven't seen them in a while, or, you know, coming out of this quarantine, we're going to be reunited with our friends who we haven't seen in a while, except over Zoom, which is really only shoulders up. So you don't really see their bodies. And you notice that this friend has gained weight or their body has changed since the last time you saw them. What are your immediate thoughts when you notice that? Are you judging them? Are you calling them fat, sloppy, a glutton, a pig? Are you calling them the names that you would call yourself when you overeat or the things you tell yourself when you gain weight? I don't think so. I don't. If I see a friend who's gained weight, you know what I think? nothing. I, I literally barely notice. And if I do, it's for a split second and it doesn't affect me or affect my perception of them at all. So the reason I'm sharing this is because I think we're so hard on ourselves and we're so nervous about what other people are going to think of us when we come out of this quarantine, right? There's this fear that we're going to be judged for the way that we look coming out of a quarantine. I mean, how self-centered and egocentric is that? The thing is, you guys, is no one's going to notice and also no one's going to care. And if they do care, maybe they're not a friend that's worth your time. Maybe they're not someone who's really healthy for you to be around. And that's okay. It's okay to reassess and re-examine your friendships in your life from time to time. So quick summary of what I've talked about so far. Number one, bodies change. Weight fluctuates. It's totally fine. It's normal. It's science. It's hormones. (laughs) Number two, body changes during quarantine, our routines have done a complete 180. So it's 100% normal and almost expected that your body's also going to change during this time. Number three, there's different bodies for our different stages of life. It would be crazy to assume that our bodies would stay exactly the same for all 100 plus years, however we're on this planet for. And lastly, why does weight gain equal negative emotions for you? 
just don't judge yourself for the answer. You know, just think about it. Just be almost like a scientist and get curious. Why does weight gain equal failure for, for you in your mind? Okay, now moving into some tangible tips and takeaways, things that really help me kind of get out of my head and into my body. So number one is movement. And that is not, I'm not talking about the burn calories kind of movement. I'm talking getting out of your head and getting into your damn body movement. So dancing is incredible. Naked dancing is even better. Running, yoga, stretching, all of these things help a ton with overthinking. And if you're anything like me, extra time at home with lots of mirrors (laughs) equals a lot of overthinking and a lot of picking apart my body. So movement is actually a really, really great way to just kind of zone out and and get into your body in a way that's healthful and relaxing. Okay, number two is venting to someone. So God, doesn't it just feel so good to vent? Do you have a friend or a significant other that you usually turn to to vent? It's just like, it's so nice to really just dump whatever you're, you're feeling on someone else. I don't know why, but it just, it feels like a release. It's really nice. But something that um, Sophie Jaffe taught me, I don't know if you guys follow her on Instagram, and it's always stuck with me, is to ask the person if they're able to receive what you're about to dump on them. So, so often we just vent without consent where, you know, we'll call a friend or we'll text someone and we'll just kind of dump what's ever on our mind. And while that's great, and I'm sure your friend who you're talking to is, you know, usually excited to help you through a problem. I think it's also really respectful to ask that person before you just start kind of blabbing about whatever is bothering you. So that could look like, you know, texting a friend and saying, Hey, I'm going through something really tough right now. Do you have the capacity to take on what I'm about to dump on you? And just that sentence alone, it's just it's very considerate of your your friend. It's very considerate of the other person because maybe they're going through shit right now and they don't have the capacity. And it's also up to them to be honest with you. <clears throat> Sorry, <laughs> let me get some water. Side note, this is a really bad time to cough on a podcast. <laughs> Promise you I don't have coronavirus. Um, it's a sensitive climate. Anyways, where was I? Um, it's also up to your friend to, yeah, to really be honest with you. And if they don't have the capacity to, to take on what you're about to share with them, then they need to let you know that as well. So it just creates this really honest, um, open, you know, f- form of communication between two friends. And I think it's just a really good way to go about it. All right. Last thing that I love to do to get out of my head and get into my body is to treat my body like a queen. So I bubble bath the shit out of myself. I exfoliate, I put on nice smelling lotion, I paint my nails, sometimes I dance naked, and I dress however I feel the most comfortable, which for me right now is looking like a lot of sweatpants, baby. And I've said this before, but I feel like so often we think that whipping ourselves into shape and you know talking negatively to ourselves and almost giving that tough love to ourselves is going to create this motivation to really improve ourselves. But I think the opposite in my experience is more true where the more we treat ourselves with love, really take care of ourselves the way that we deserve to be treated. That's when the true change starts to happen. So rather than hate following a bunch of Victoria's secret models on Instagram, maybe you follow accounts that really make you feel worthy and love yourself versus hate following some skinny ass model that makes you feel less than nothing against Victoria's Secret models obviously they're 
probably amazing people, just a little triggering for most people that I've talked to. Okay, so to summarize, movement, venting to someone, and treating your body like a queen. These three things help me so much when I find myself just picking my body apart or being a little bit harder on myself than I usually am. And they really just help me get out of my head and into my body. Okay, I think that's all I wanted to say for this episode. I'm gonna keep it a little bit shorter and sweeter than usual. But last thing, just wrapping up, is if you guys gain weight during quarantine, if you lose weight during quarantine, no one else is gonna notice, I promise you. And you're worthy no matter what you weigh, no matter what you look like, no matter if you guys grow unibrows and your roots start to grow out during quarantine. I'm still going to love you. Everyone's still going to love you. The way you look doesn't dictate your self-worth. I promise you that. That said, I am so excited to get back to my bikini waxing girl. Oof, man, it has been a rough one for me this quarantine. I love you, queens. Remember, if the only thing that comes out of this quarantine is a couple extra pounds, you're one of the lucky ones. You're amazing. I love you. I'm proud of you. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to slide into my DMs at avoqueen. And if you would be so kind to leave us a review, we actually pick one winner every week to win some free granola butter, which is super fun, pretty much a win-win. So love you guys. See you next week.